find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, my name's Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week we talk about the most advanced healing information on health that's out there anywhere. There's no other show, no other book, no other podcast, no other anything that has the information we offer. It's well known at this point what we're doing at the Medical Medium Series books and how this information is decades ahead of what's out there now. If you're new to the show, just giving you the 411 on that. So you know, we're gonna we're talking today about liver myth. Myths, liver myths. So what's a, what's, a li- what's a liver myth? Basically what that means is things like liver flushing, liver stones. We're going to talk all about that. That's interesting, right? I think it is, and it's important to know. We're going to talk about eating liver. How about that one? What about ox bile? And, you know, this is out of the liver rescue book, but just please know that this is a fraction of what's in liver rescue. And it's literally a fraction, like just a grain of rice to a silo of rice as far as what's in liver rescue. And even in the section, the chapter in liver rescue about myths and you know liver myths and so forth. So um, even with this, this is just a couple of things compared to what's in there. So just letting you know, so you don't think, oh, I heard about that and oh, whatever. Well, you just missed out then, you missed out. So go to the library, take out the liver rescue book, um, go to amazon.com, get it there too, whatever you need to do. The information in Liver Rescue is decades ahead of, head of what's out there now. That's the whole point. You know, you need, you need information that actually can take you someplace, that actually can help you heal. And it's really important that you, you become that expert so you can take care of your loved ones and your health and your own health. And I mean, your loved one's health, your friend's health, your family, everybody, coworkers. It's, it is really that important. I see people struggling out there for many years. I've helped thousands of people over the years. Celery juice, the very thing we started, uh, Medical Medium, uh, the series started you know, back a few years ago. And even before that, I started Celery Juice. Um, getting it out there for people. That's taking the world by storm, helping people recover in so many ways. And it's so helpful for the liver too. And it's still, very little is known about celery juice except for here, the source of where it started. And we're going to talk about celery juice a little with this because when you're dealing with things like liver stones and you're doing liver flushes and you're, you're trying to get your bile better by taking ox bile, really what you need is celery juice. But we're going to go into the myths and we're going to take a look at this and see where we're starting. Let's start with eating liver. Okay, so eating liver's been around for a while. You guys know that. You've heard of that, right? You have turkey turkey uh, stuffing, might have the turkey li- the turkey gizzards in there, whatever you call them, about to say lizards. The tur- turkey liver, right? Chicken liver. Um, that's something that, you know, people do eat. Cow liver. Um, so liver is actually something that's that's been around. People eat it. They fry it in a pan, they bake it in the oven, they broil it or whatever, and they do things with liver. And the, the reason people eat liver, there's two reasons I always say. One reason is they like the taste. So that's one reason. The other reason, they think they're getting something. They think they're getting something nutritious, something yummy, something good in them. Not just good yummy, but something that's really fortified, something that's building their blood, giving them iron, building up their, you know, building up their blood, building their hemoglobin. 
globe and building up their whole, you know, all kinds of different things. But that's not how it works. It's not how it works. I'm going to go into this right now. And this is just a fun one to start with before we get into ox bile and liver flushes and liver stones. So you guys are going to have a good time. I'm having a good time. But it's really, it's real. This is like one of one of the, my favorite things to talk about. Because it just goes to show you how misinformation travels and becomes law or travels and becomes some kind of like popular trend or something. Meanwhile, is it really helping? No, it's not. Eating liver is really not a good thing. It's highly toxic. So you have to know how things work. The, the, a liver in an animal is there to collect poison. That's what a liver is doing. It's there to collect poison. Bottom line, our livers are collecting poison. You wouldn't want to eat somebody else's liver filled with toxic heavy metals in there, petrochemicals, solvents, plastics, pharmaceuticals. You you wouldn't want to eat another person's liver. Yeah, of course you wouldn't want to. Duh, right? The whole bit. But seriously though, can you imagine can you imagine? And you know what? The same thing with the cow's liver. There's still all kinds of pollutants, all kinds of heavy metals, all kinds of toxins, generations from the cow's life going back, meaning before and and and, and so forth, and, and how the cows were bred. It doesn't matter if it's grass-fed. The, the liver's filled with to- poisons and toxins, and, and that happens all... I mean, that's just the way it is. That's what the liver does naturally, even if planet Earth was pristine with no mercury in the waterways and no dioxins everywhere. Even if it was dioxin-free, uh, mercury-free, everything-free. You know what's funny? You know what's really funny, and this has nothing to do with me liking animal protein or not, or whatever, or not, or liking veganism or not, or liking plant based or vegetarian or whatever it is. It, it, you know, it's it's kind of funny. We say you know grass fed, grass fed, free range, pasture, you know, pasture ranged or whatever. We just I'm probably not even saying that right right now. You know what I mean? We say like whether it's homegrown, okay, free range, uh, grass fed, however it works. We say all that, right? But what about the other things too? Is it mercury-free? Is there traces of mercury? How much dioxin is in in there? Even some of the best parts of this country here, you can have cows grazing in a field and build up dioxins heavy inside the liver and build up other things heavy inside the liver. And that's how what you have to understand. You know what I mean? When somebody says, hey, is it is it is it is it free range? Is the whole bit? Well wait a minute. Is it free of mercury? Is it free of dioxins? No one would know. No one would know. Who cares? Nobody cares about any of that. And when it comes down to livers, when it comes down to livers, it matters. It's just same same thing with like with plant-based. Is it organic? Yeah, because you don't want pesticides in there, right? You don't want that kind of thing in there, right? But still, there's always dioxins and everything and all that. It's just that with animal products, it gets concentrated more. But still, it's going to be a dioxin inside a walnut without a doubt. There's, there's going to be there. And no one's saying that. Like, wait a minute. Is this dioxin-free? You know, it's organic, but wait a minute, is it dioxin free? Okay, so back to being, you know, and that has nothing to do with whether I like animal products or I'm or I like plant based or whatever. I'm just telling you how kind of funny that is. But the bottom line is with the liver, it is filled with dioxins. It is filled with dioxins. 
It really is. And animal livers are loaded with them. It's the place where it's concentrated, heavy duty, really concentrated. If you're eating liver, you're getting a high dose, a high dose of metals, dioxins, and other pollutants, lots of other pollutants. So you always have to remember that. And depending on what, you know, if, if is it really, yeah, it matters if it's grass-fed. It matters if it's not grain-fed. It matters if it's not, um, if pharmaceuticals weren't used on the animals, that all matters. It does. Because then the, the liver would be, yes, more polluted if you were to eat the liver. But the liver is not a place to gain nutrition. It's not a place to gain nutrients or gain speed or gain anything in health. Eating animal liver is definitely is something that's not helpful whatsoever unless it's the only food source you have. You live somewhere in the world and the only thing you can find is an animal liver to eat, then yes, okay, you better believe it. You should eat it. 100% you should eat that animal liver, 100%. If it means survival, if it means that's going to put food on your table for you and your family, damn right, you, you better eat it and put it on the table. And I support you a billion percent. Absolutely. But if you have choices, any kind of choice, whatever it is, if you're into animal products, don't do the liver. Do something else in the animal product that in the animal product world that you like. Absolutely. So that's just, you know, and really when it comes down to the plant-based people, they're not going to be eating animal liver. So unless they're not really plant-based, but if they're really solely plant-based, 100%, and, they, and that's what they're, they're, they're doing, then they're not going to be eating livers. They're not going to eat stuffing with chicken liver in it. They're not going to eat stuffing with uh, turkey liver. So it's really, I guess, for the animal protein people, just stay away from liver, desiccated liver and supplements. Stay the heck away from desiccated liver and supplements, whatever you do. If there's supplements you're taking and you look at the ingredient list and you're like, oh my God, wait, desiccated liver, desiccated kidney, desiccated, no, 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 get rid of it. Get rid of it. What, what it really should say, really should say, is desiccated dioxin, you know, infested liver, okay, inside the supplement or however you want to say it. That's what it should be, something around like that. Because in the end, that's all it is. So, yeah, so eating livers out, bad idea all around and a terrible idea for your own liver. And that's the other part. You want to hurt your liver? Eat liver. Because in your liver is going to have to absorb everything that liver was trying to absorb to protect that creature. So as that liver was protecting the cow or whatever it is, the lamb or whatever it is, or the duck. Hey, that's right. Duck liver. I forgot about that. Duck liver, right? <laughs> so, when, so when that duck liver, I'm, I'm pretty silly today, apparently, that duck liver is protecting that duck and that duck is, you know, swimming in whatever lake, whatever pond, you know, eating whatever toxic algae, eating, getting exposed to whatever toxic anything environmentally environmental. So that liver is soaking all that poison up. And waterways are not clean. I'm sorry. All waterways are not clean. All of them. Rivers in pristine country still is polluted. You know, the, the craziest thing about rivers, you could be in the country in the mountains and you could have the stream rolling through and be like, whoa, it just looks so clean. It's pristine. We're up here. Fresh air. There's no nothing around for miles. Meanwhile, you know, back 50 years ago, 50 years ago, could be a shack right on the side of that river. A shack. 
that, that was there from the 1940s, 1950s. And what they did in there was they had all kinds of just stuff going on and they were dealing with metals and in some kind of manufacturing or some anything they were playing, they were playing around in that shack. I mean, you'd be surprised and it's just garbage and crap. I've been, I've been in the woods for most of my life in some of the most pristine areas over the years, especially when I was younger. And I've, I've hiked up like pristine rivers and stuff like that. And then seen like an old mill that was there, that was there back 80 years ago, that's still bleeding tons of poison into, into the pristine so-called river, anything like that. I've seen little shacks that, that are on, you know, sides of little streams, like tiny little streams and the shacks, like there's all this rusted garbage and car parts and mercury and thermometers and all this garbage all sitting there by this little stream. But if you walked two miles down the stream, three miles down the stream, the stream would be like, it's like pristine and it's coming out of the mountain. It's like, whatever. Yeah, you just the bottom line is it, everything's polluted in the waterways, even in the most you know benign sense or whatever, the most minimal sense, the serious sense. So the bottom line is, you know what happens is when you eat liver, you're polluting your liver. Your liver has to do all the cleanup on that. Basically, it's like, hey, you got a filter. Your filters your liver inside your body. Let's clog that filter up faster, ten years faster than it would clog up from whatever the heck you're doing wrong anyway. How about that? Okay, so that's what it's like when you're about to eat liver. Be like, hey, I'm about to speed up my liver getting clogged up right now. Let me have a piece of this liver. Mm, this is good. Oh, iron. Ooh, hemoglobin. Ooh, ooh, it's gonna build up. Oh, red blood. So oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna get my anemia in a better place. Let me cut this little piece. Let me eat this right here. Let me just speed the hell up my liver dysfunction, <laughs> my stagnant, sluggy, sluggy, sluggish, fatty liver. Let's just move that forward into super stagnant, sluggish, you know, fatty liver fast. Instead of it happening by the time we're 40 and we get our hat flashes and then we think it's hormones because doctors have no idea. It's just a liver problem. Instead of getting, you know, instead of the hot flashes and we gain weight and all that because our liver gets sluggish, why don't we move that up quicker a 10 years before that by keep on eating pieces of liver? That's how silly it is. That's how silly. I, look, I can go on for that forever with that one, but we got better ones to talk about anyway. We got bigger fish to fry. We got bigger livers to fry. How about that one? We got bigger livers to fry. That's actually really funny. All right, I got to stop cracking myself up, you guys. I think I'm a little, a little too, little too giggly today. A lot of celery juice I drank. Okay, so let's go back. Let's go to the next one. Let's talk about. Let's talk about uh, ox bile since we're on eating things. Let's talk. Have you heard about ox bile? Are you taking ox bile to what? Improve your bile production? Or are you taking ox bile to digest food better? Oh, man. <laughs> this one, this one, look, I'm not going to be able to cover the whole ox bile myth or theory in this show. So I'm going to cover a good hunk of it, move on to liver stones, move on to liver flushing and so forth. But I'm going to cover a piece of it. If you want to hear the whole story about ox bile, you got to get liver rescue. You just got to get it. And, you know, so, I mean, bottom line, you just, you just have to, you have to just for that. And believe me, that book is massive. I mean, it's a huge, huge book. So you can, I mean, there's so much information in there. 
Um, just this loan is worth the price of admission. And if you can't buy a book because you don't have the money, I understand. Um, I know I know people to be like, I, just, I can't buy a book right now. Things are that bad. It'd be like, we could go to the library. And they're like, yeah, you're right. And they're at the library and they're taking out the book. It's, it's the best thing ever. It's such a great service. I love that service. It's amazing. It means a lot to me, actually. So here's the deal. Dealing with ox bile, you're consuming something that actually has undiscovered chemical compounds in it in science and research that are damaging. See, there's not enough science and research to ox bile because there isn't going to be. Now, if we were going to fund NASA off, we were going to fund space travel, fund it, like giving it infinite funding, you wouldn't believe where we would be right now. No one's going to give Oxbile infinite funding. In fact, nothing really good in general gets infinite funding. And even things that are bad like Oxbile don't get infinite funding. So, and it doesn't get indefinite funding. So the whole, the whole point of the matter is when it comes down to something like Oxbile, is it's not good for us, but what's What's not good force in it still isn't even really even discovered. There's really nothing going on with ox bile. I mean, how much money has been dumped into the research and the ramifications involved in the body and everything else? Really nothing. So when you think about it, that alone's a little spooky. But let me tell you why it's bad. Let me tell you the whole thing. So when you're taking ox bile, what you're doing is you're trying to A, it possibly improve or help your liver and maybe the production of its own bile reserves. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's not even possible. And I'll tell you why in a minute. B, you're trying to digest your fats better. You're trying to actually, you know, disperse your fats better, which it won't because it's only our bile that can do that. It's only our bile. When we eat food, we eat food and it's identified by our body immediately for the food it is, the food we've been eating for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, even going down thousands of years. That's how it works. And, and it's our bile that disperses the fats. I mean, that's just a fraction of how it works. So here's the deal. First of all, when you put ox bile in you, you're putting in what's kind of like a foreign, foreign, alien kind of, um, an alien substance inside the body. So the liver sees it as alien too. It, the makeup is entirely different. Everything about ox bile is entirely different than human bile. And that's important to understand. And you're not going to build up our strength in your liver's bile reserves with ox bile. You're going to weaken it. What happens is if you want to weaken a liver, you throw in something to throw it. You throw in something to confuse it. You throw in something that completely throws it off in every way possible. And that's not a good idea to begin with, but I'm going to go into the more heavy-duty reasons why it's just disastrous. So first of all, ox bile's chemical compounds and the structures inside are completely different, like I said earlier, than human bile to begin with. They're not going to spend millions and millions of dollars to, to actually figure out what those chemical compounds are. So that alone is actually dangerous to our liver and to our body to, to a point. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not good at all. Chemical compounds can be life-altering in a bad way, in a very bad 
bad way with our health. And here's one of the reasons why it's not a good idea. Concentrations are not going to be appropriate no matter what. An ox is a gigantic animal compared to a human being. Ox bile, the concentration of ox bile versus the concentration of what human bile is in those levels has, hasn't even been tapped into, isn't even understood. So even if ox bile was a good thing in some way, the concentrations would be detrimentally off. It would be a bad situation as far as the concentration levels. You have to know that. So if you're taking some guy's idea of how much ox bile to take or some company, some pharmaceutical company that wants to make money and benefit off of ox bile because it's a trend and you want to take that, the dosage itself is not even going to even line up remotely to what would be there. It wouldn't, it would be impossible to know the dosage on that on any level level whatsoever. So that's something that's important to understand. And how is that important? A, it's damaging to the liver. It's a much more concentrated form and it's like an alien source to the liver. So it's a highly concentrated form of bile and an alien form to the liver. The liver has a right to produce bile. It's a human right that the liver has. It's a working chemical function of of almost 2,000 or over 2,000 chemical functions that the liver has. Science and research only know of about 500 chemical functions that the liver possesses. And they don't really know a lot about those 500. Very little at all, if any. And with the liver really truthfully having over 2,000 chemical functions... How is it possible to understand what's going to happen when you pop in when you pop in that ox bile? One thing that you have to know is that the liver has its right to manage its own bile regulation, and it's all it cares about is managing its own bile regulation. You take ox bile, it goes down into your gut, down into your intestinal tract, then it goes through the walls of the intestinal tract because it starts to get assimilated. It starts to get absorbed. When it gets absorbed, that absorption occurs, it goes up the hepatic portal vein, up the highway, heading to the liver, and it shocks the liver. That's how it works. It's the wrong concentrations because it's not a human concentration to begin with. That's number one. Number two, when it hits the liver, it can shock it, can put it into shock because the liver has never been up against something like that before. It's, it's, it's almost equivalent to doing something like totally crazy. Like, I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but it's like, it's like replacing a loved one with another loved one. But yet it almost sounds, the person almost sounds the same, has the same name, bile, okay, the whole bit, think about it. But it's not the same person, but the person's bile, that's the name of the person. And it's almost like you're trying to get along with this person a whole bit. It turns out, wait a minute, this isn't even, this isn't even my family member, or this isn't even my friend. I mean, that's not even a great way of even, you know, you know kind of laying this out. But I'm just telling you that it's, it's even far worse than even that. Okay, so why? Why would it be so bad? First of all, when the liver has its own ability to produce human bile, that's the whole point. It's been doing it for a long time. Not in your lifetime, hundreds of lifetimes. It's been doing that very thing. Thousands of years. It's human. It's the human nature. It's the liver's right to produce bile and regulate it in the concentrations and dosage it needs to. Now, here's the deal. If your liver's sluggish and stagnant, 
If it's sluggish and stagnant and underproducing its own bile or underproducing the strength of its own bile because you have a stagnant, sluggish liver or fatty liver or problematic liver because you've been eating diets way too high in fat, you've been hurting your liver eating diets way too high in fat, and the trend is high protein, high fat right now. How do you like that? Which is high protein is high fat. That's the trend. So we're here diminishing the trends or diminishing people's livers, your liver will get diminished because of that, get weakened, get lose its strength and everything, okay? So that's what it does. But if it's underproducing its own bile out of being weak and sluggish, do you think having ox bile driven up the hepatic portal vein through the intestinal tract and up the hepatic portal vein into the liver will, is going to then all of a sudden somehow prompt the liver to produce more human bile? More human bile? It's not possible, It's not humanly possible. It's not scientifically possible. It's not anything possible. All it is is just foreign garbage going up into the liver. To the liver, it's foreign garbage at concentration dosages and chemicals in it, meaning chemicals, undiscovered chemicals in there that the ox liver possesses that no human liver does is inside of this with information of an ox liver's information. Basically what it is, it's a whole thing about the ox liver for generations and centuries of oxes. And that's inside there. So think about that. So your liver is running on information that's thousands of years old for humans and human liver, um, um, you know, the human liver body communication and everything about it is sustained life to sustain you. And it's sitting there running on that. And it's designed in a way to take care of you in that way and everything else and designed in a way to produce its own bile in the way it needs to and everything else. And you got this foreign bile driving up into the liver that's got its own information about an ox's life for generations and generations and thousands of years. Concentrations completely different. Chemical compounds in it completely undiscovered, completely different. The liver doesn't work like that. It doesn't like to be pushed. The liver doesn't like to be pushed into anything. It's not one of those organs that can handle being pushed. That's how the liver works. Very important to understand. And it doesn't like to be poisoned. So it actually has to take that ox bile and it actually has to store it away as poison. It actually has to, it has to put it into its poison banks, into its garbage banks. That's what happens. It slows down the liver more, weakens the liver more because bile is not supposed to do that where you're supposed to take this bile that it was, it was, was eliminated out of another animal's liver and then have it go backwards up into your own liver. You can't do that. The liver creates its own bile. It creates it. You see? There isn't a bile duct coming from your intestinal tract to carry and deliver bile up into the liver. You know, as if that's the way it works or something. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. So there's no kind of bile port in your, in your gut that's sitting there connected to your liver, to your ass, okay? And you're, and you're, and you're, eating, you're eating bile that comes from another animal's liver, it, what, in hopes that it goes up some magic kind of like bile duct port right up into the liver? It doesn't work like that. The liver's drawing blood and nutrients, yes, up into the liver, 
but it's not supposed to be drawing another foreign species, another animal, a creature's bile up into the liver to, to enhance or, or create or, you know, or help the liver itself actually, you know, develop bile. It doesn't work like that. Celery juice does though. When celery juice actually shakes up the liver and helps it detox and cleanse and rejuvenates the cells that produced bile, that produce bile, the chemical functions that that actually develop inside the liver to produce bile, that's that's where it's done. That is where it's done. It's really important to know that's how it's done. Not throwing something in there, and it all falls into that whole thing. Of thousands of years ago, not even thousands of years ago, you know, even recent, when you eat something like to fit, you think you're going to eat something to fix something. That that whole stupid thing. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat kidneys to get my kidney better. I'm going to make sure I eat kidneys. It's good for my kidney. I'm going to eat liver to make my liver better. I'm going to I'm going to eat ox bile to make you know to make my liver better to actually get ox. I'm going to get. I'm going to eat ox bile to make my bile better. If that's not the the silliest thing ever. It was a theory hundreds of years ago in medieval medicine, medieval medicine, okay? And in chronic illness, we're still slightly medieval, by the way. In chronic illness, not in other parts of medicine. Other parts of medicine, we're doing amazing. But in in, in the medieval days, okay, centuries ago, I'm telling you right now, it was a big practice. You eat a part of a body, of an animal body, to fix your part that's wrong, that was the, the consensus because it was an amazing theory. Think about it. If you got an eye trouble, eye problem, you eat eyeballs. You eat eye, and that's what they did. But it still carries on today. It still carries on today. That's why all these supplements still have like desiccated brain. Oh, if you need, if you got brain problems, you should be eating brain. If that's not the stupidest thing I've ever heard, if that, if that makes sense to someone. They have to learn and get educated on how the body works to the best they could ability. Because if that makes sense, it's unbelievable. Because, and you know what? You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm completely wrong about something because it seems like it could make sense. Sure. If I got a brain problem, I should just eat brain that could fix it. And you know what? That kind of does make sense. It kind of does. So I'm sorry I even said that. It kind of makes sense. But, it, but, it, but, but, it, but it's that bad. It's that bad. If I have, you know, and that's the whole thing. That's why it's like desiccated spleen, desiccated liver, any supplements, desiccated brain, desiccated kidney, whatever, and it's in there. Oh, desiccated adrenal, desiccated whatever. Oh my God, it doesn't work like this. It just doesn't. And the thing is, if you're confused about thyroids and how thyroids work, you should read Thyroid Healing, my book, Thyroid Healing, The Medical Medium Thyroid Healing. And I explain why thyroid medicine was the only thing out of all the ages that ever did anything. The reason being thyroid medicine, meaning while desiccated thyroid, and the only reason why is because it's it's a steroid. That's why. It's an actual steroid. There's steroid compounds in there. So that's one of the reasons it has a steroid effect. And but 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 eating liver and eating brain has no steroid effect, nothing else. It was only the thyroid that some people would subside some, some, some symptoms because it's steroidal. That's the whole reason why medicine gives steroids out for every single thing that goes wrong, any kind of inflammation. So when you have, when you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, it's inflamed. And, and steroids is what they use. They use both different kinds of steroids. And then they'll use desiccated thyroid, which is a steroid. I, I've talked to... Tons and tons and tons of doctors over this. Doctor friends talk to all different kinds of people that are in the best field of medicine in this, and they'll say this. They'll say you're right. No, it's a steroid. It's steroid compound. That's what it is. 
And when you use steroids for anything, you can actually get some relief because it calms down inflammation. That's what it does. That's what steroids do. But that's the only exception to the rule that's ever happened, ever happened over the years, was the only exception to the rule was the steroid compound there. Other than that, for every other exception, it doesn't exist. It just doesn't. You eat, you eat another animal, a part to it, I mean, it doesn't fix your ailing part. It just can't. That's how it works. And, and with ox bile, it's, it's not, it's, it, sure, if you were to eat some brain, maybe it wouldn't be bad. Maybe it wouldn't be bad. You ate some brain, unless there was, you know, mad cow's disease or something. You don't want to eat the brain of a mad cow. The point is, the whole, the whole point though, it, it's, if it if it's actually, you know, wasn't in that kind of disease state, then yeah, I mean, would it be that bad? Probably not. Same thing as if you're eating, it would kidney be that bad? Probably not. Liver's actually bad because it's the most toxic organ in the body, so that's actually bad. But the bottom line with ox bile, though, it's really bad. Because it's like alchemy you shouldn't play with. That's what it is. Because an ox and an ox liver is so different in everything about it. It's got chemical functions that even surpass the human liver. In a sense, too many. The liver could not even figure out what to do with that information. If anything, it can confuse, completely harm the liver I'm just being straight up on how it works. So we got to be careful. And the fats that humans eat are not what oxes eat. Whole, whole nother thing too. So there's a whole nother thing too. So ox bile is geared for something else. And that's, that you can go on and on and on. I mean, honestly, I can spend, I can spend forever with the ox bile because it's, it's that... It, you want to get your liver better. You know, when your bile is having trouble producing its own bile, what it really needs instead of ox bile is a glass of celery juice. Is what it really needs to help heal and restore itself. And that's that's a big deal. That, it, seriously, you know, um, the bottom line is it's when you take it one day at a time with your health and you really get the right information and the right direction, you could do something about things. You could get your bile strength back up. You can get your body in a place where, wow, you can get things to work again if you get the right information. And celery juice over ox bile trumps it, kills it. It's a billion times better than it. It makes that much of a difference. So the last thing you want to do is push your liver over the edge, and that's what ox bile can do. It can push the liver, which is already toxic, already sluggish, already stagnant, already problematic, possibly already fatty, and filled with toxins, filled with all kinds of other levels of toxins and everything else, and you could push it over the edge, and that's not a good thing. Ox bile contains chemical compounds responsible for chemical functions that do not occur in your body, in human bodies. It also contains undiscovered amino acids that have no role at all inside the human body. Amino acids that are not supposed to be in a human body. It's different than ox meat. Ox bile is different than ox meat. It's different than red meat. It's different than an animal meat or whatever. That's entirely different. The, the amino acids inside the bile itself, literally that are not monitored, that are undiscovered, that are not being looked at carefully, have no place in the human body. And can I tell you something? Playing around with amino acids can be actually dangerous. Playing around with amino acids can be problematic and dangerous. And even, even... I've seen people even do amino acid therapies and get so sick. And that's amino acids that actually 
do have a role in a human body. The body is very sensitive. You got to be very careful with amino acids. And that's something to really think about, that alone. When you consume the ox bile filled with all these extras, all these extras I'm talking about just now, that your body can't even use, amino acids and everything else that are completely undiscovered, chemical function, compounds, all that. The extras go down from your stomach. They pass the duodenum. They absorb right into the intestinal tract, head directly, like I said before, into the bloodstream, the highway up to the liver, meaning that your liver must process this blood filled with foreign ox bile. So that's why it's not good all on its own and all for a theory and all for a theory. So look, I can go on and on and on with that one, but I want to talk about even a more fun one, which is liver stones, because I think that would be actually, that would actually be a good one. We'll do, uh, we'll do liver stones. I think that's a great one. So let's go right into that. So have you heard about liver stones? Have you heard about that? You got these great brainiac guys out there now that are that are out there selling uh, selling you know all kinds of cleanses and everything else, and it's almost like you you get involved and you know what I mean, and you you have to buy all these supplements and all these herbs and all this stuff, and you know you have to rack up the money. And just, you know, and just do your detox and do your detox. And what you're doing is you're, you're trying to flush the liver and you're trying to get liver stones out and all that. I don't know if you guys experienced that yet. You got to be careful with that stuff because that's not how you heal the liver. That's not how you do anything for the liver. And that's not how you get better. It's important to know that there's so, there's so many things you can do that are so much better. And in liver rescue, I actually lay it out. I lay it out in there, all the things you can do to protect yourself and do things that actually do work and heal and so forth when it comes down to liver and everything else. Let's talk about liver stones. Okay. So flushing liver stones, and seeing all these liver stones in the toilet and everything else. I'm not talking about gallstones, and I'm going to talk about that too in a little bit. But, but we're talking liver stones. First of all, if you got somebody that's saying there's liver stones, th- then, then you, you, you need to run. You need to run. Because there are no liver stones. The liver doesn't produce a stone. It doesn't. That's not how it works. So the liver isn't, there isn't a bunch of stones sitting side in, this, in, in the middle of your liver. So they, if you, because that's what happens. People imagine this all the time and they get totally confused. This is one of those myths and theories that are just beyond me, really. I honestly, when I talk about this one, the ox bile one isn't so bad. This, the, the, the ridiculousness of the, of the, of the ox bile one, it, it's almost like not that bad, even though it's terrible. It's, it's just, it's, it's still, that's how bad this one is. So how does it work with liver stones in the whole bit? Well, practitioners and, and, and healers or whatever and gurus out there with cleanses and everything else, and not everybody, but they, they, all, they, they think that the liver produces a stone. And so you need to flush the liver, flush the stones out. It's not possible. The liver doesn't produce a stone. It doesn't work like that. The liver can't produce a stone. It can't. The liver's too hot to produce a stone. One of the most advanced pieces of information you'll ever probably read, well, maybe not ever in Liver Rescue, there's so many advanced pieces of information, but one that's actually is up there, is up there with, with, with so many that are in Liver Rescue, and it, which is incredible, is that the heat of the liver actually can't create the stone anyway. There's no stones anyway inside the liver. I mean, I've talked to surgeons I've talked to surgeons. There's no stones inside the liver. I've talked to surgeons. There's stones in the gallbladder. Yeah, there's stones in the gallbladder without a doubt. You know, made out of cholesterol and bilirubin. There is. 
But that's not, they don't get into the gallbladder because they went up a duct from the liver. So they don't go into the gallbladder because they went up the duct from the liver into the gallbladder. That's not how it works. If that's the case, there would be thousands upon thousands and even more so than gallbladder surgeries. There'd be emergency liver surgeries. Um, There would be thousands. I talked to a surgeon that told me there would be so many would be ridiculous. It would be like, it would be like, Apodectomies, it would be like that. Tonsillectomies, it would be like it would it would it would rise above, override tonsillectomies, apodectomies, and 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 other things like that. It would override. It would it'd be in a class all on its own. The reason why, because everybody has stones in the gallbladder because of their dirty livers and 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 what they're eating and their high fat diets and their high protein high fat diets. They all have they all have stones. Even if they're small, even if they're sandy, even if they're large, they all have stones in there. And what happens is the stones develop in the gallbladder. There's no such thing as a liver stone in the liver. And this isn't because I talked to surgeons. I already know this information. I think I wrote, that's why I wrote a whole thing on it. It's not the, the, the whole thing in here in liver rescue. You can't have a stone go up the duct to the gallbladder. But I know that because what happens is It'd get clogged right down in the base of the duct down there. I mean, people would be opened up every day because it, because unlike the gallbladder, which the stone's sitting there forever, they only they only get jammed up in the duct leaving the gallbladder once in a while. I mean, there's people out there dealing with it a lot, but it's nothing because they usually just sit inside people's gallbladder, the, the gall sac, just sitting in there, you know, you know, growing over time. But a stone can't sit in the liver, grow over time, and pop up through that duct as if it's sending up, going up the bile duct into the gallbladder. I mean, like I, I, and like I said, there would be so many surgeries. It would be such one of the most, first of all, it'd be a, a really hard surgery. Really, really hard one. Really awful. Really awful. I mean, you have to go deep in there. That would be a terrible surgery if that was happening all the time. That would be an awful one. So what happens is the liver's too hot. And research and science doesn't know this part. They don't know. They don't know this. The liver's too hot to forge a stone. It's too hot. It basically keeps, it keeps the substances that form stones in a liquefied state due to the heat of the liver. That's how it works. But the gallbladder's cooler. It's cooler than the liver is what it is. It sits and perched in a spot on top of that that's cooler than the liver. That, that degree of coolness that the gallbladder has in, in, versus the heat of the liver, okay, makes a difference to a forged stone, to forging a stone. When the liquid gunk comes out of the liver from toxic livers, from overburdened livers, from livers filled with all kinds of poisons and toxins, pharmaceuticals, petrochemicals, uh, heavy metals, everything else under the sun. And, and then sitting there eating the high-fat diets, whether you're animal protein high-fat or you're vegan high-fat, there's, there's no difference in there. There's not really a difference in there. Like plant-based people, I've seen them like just chug the nut butters and cashew butters and my God, tahini on everything and lots and lots of, lots and lots of avocado. And then they're told that this is the way to go. And then they get themselves sick and think they need to go back to animal protein diet. Then they go back to animal protein where they got sick to begin with because nobody starts out vegan. 
Like, you know, you know what I mean? So they, they go to vegan, and they're like, whoa, my God. And they're, but they're eating all the high fat that way too. And they, they, then they get themselves sick, and then they're running back to animal protein. And the animal protein people, they're eating all the high-fat diet now, plus they're switching gears. They're eating less animal protein now. I don't know if you know this, but if you're an animal protein person, have you seen that yet? Animal protein people are eating less animal protein. Why is that? I wonder why that's happening. Isn't that funny? Because eating too much animal protein is bad. It is. Too much is bad. I'm just saying. I'm not against animal protein. It's too bad. It's bad. Eating too many nuts, seeds, avocados is bad too for the plant-based people. It's bad. I'm sorry, but it is. I know I get the I know I get the vegans upset. I know that. I know I get the paleo people upset, but I don't care because it's about you. It's about you having an answer so you can protect yourself. And I always say you're worth that. You're worth getting the right answers to protect yourself. It's worth protecting you. I mean, that's what I'm doing on here. I think it's worth it. That's why I'm here. I'm here yelling and talking about this all the time. So the deal is, when the liver's burdened with all that high fat going up the hepatic portal vein. And all the bile that needs to disperse the fat and wears its bile reserve out of the liver and everything else, it overheats. And all that junk and all that poison and old pharmaceuticals from 1989 or whatever is in your system and everything else going on is all in there. That gunk, it stays liquefied but mucky and gunky. And the liver has to send it up the bile duct. Sends it up the bile duct into the gallbladder where it's colder and then the stones form. They cool. Kind of like liquid gold cools, liquid metal cools. And in that gunk are heavy metals. Sure, science and research, they haven't even looked at those stones good enough. You think they're going to put that much money into it? You know what's in those stones? This isn't just you know, old, old red blood, dead red blood cells and Billy Rubin or whatever else that's in there and everything. It's not just all that stuff and cholesterol. Those stones are filled with metals, junk, garbage. I mean, you wouldn't believe industrial age stuff going back before your time, from your forefathers' time, and passed on to you, and passed on to you can pass on to your children. All that gunk—that's how it works. And it cools down, and the stone is formed. Stones are formed in the gallbladder. So when you got—it's unbelievable that I see out there these, you know, these natural doctors or whoever doctor, whatever, whatever, is you know promoting these cleanses you got to buy for liver stones. I mean, I can't even, but this is a prime example of how the misinformation is so thick out there. It's like, literally, it's not just the wild west. It's like something far worse. It's far worse out there. It's like, literally, like anything goes and anything stupid goes. That's how incredible it is out there. (laughs) It's unbelievable. So, and this is a part of it. I'm being sarcastic because I've seen people hurt by this stuff and wasting time and tons of money. Tons of money, time, and energy, and I've seen people hurt by it. And it's depressing. It's depressing. You know, someone asked me if I ever had depression before. They, you know, they said, have you ever had depression before? Because I know that people suffer from depression, and I know why. They suffer from depression because they got the Epstein-Barrs dropping in all this, all this neurotoxin, feeding off of toxic heavy metals and heavy metals in the brain, and neurotransmitters go, they, they dampen, and electrolytes drop, and depression hits, and people go get depressed, and they, get, they fall into this depression, and then they go to try to take brain-altering medication, like the anxiety stuff, and all the different antidepressants and everything else, and I get it. I know why. I've never had depression until I, I see what's out there over the years. Until I see what's out there. 
you know, my depression hits. I said, you know, I never had depression. I said, you know what? I, I got something that's, it won't, it, it's not even like depression, I guess, but I got sadness, sadness. I got sadness on the misinformation and anything goes out there and what people get pushed into and what they have to spend money on and everything else they have to do. Unbelievable. Like with Liver Rescue, I put a whole recipe book in Liver Rescue. So there's two books in there because I don't want you even spending 10 more dollars for another book to play that game. I see what authors do. They got there, they put out their book and then they try to put out another book side of it. It's just, now here's the recipe book for that now. Why couldn't you put in the same book and save the person 10, $15? I've seen it all out there. And the whole point is, is this, okay, is this, it's about you and that's what matters. It's about you. That's, that's the point that should be taken no matter what. It's about you and what we, what can we do for you? What can, that's what people need to see that are selling all those, those expensive supplements that are selling all, what can we really do for you? How do we protect you? And do it in a sensible manner and give you the right information so you're not out there just guessing games of theories and misinformation due to, you know, people's pockets. And so liver stones is a big one. That's why I'm on this rant right now, you guys, because liver stones is a big one. The whole liver stone thing. I got people say, oh, they flushed all these stones in the toilet. These liver stones in the toilet, it was all the herbal concoctions. They were sold all these alcohol concoctions, alcohol in the herbs, all these liquid herbs and all these dried powdered herbs and all this stuff. And they're taking all these herbs and mucus gets collected in the intestinal tract because it's reacting to all these herbs being thrown in there and the tannins in the herbs and herbs that shouldn't even be in people, some of these herbs. That somebody has some big cockamamie idea. Some practitioner has a big cockamamie idea, and they throw all this herb powders in you and all this other stuff, and then you're sitting there pooping your brains out, and you're looking for stones when it's really mucus and old debris that could just be in the intestinal tract for your food or food attached to mucus, and you think you see stones in the toilet, liver stones. And you get delusional when, easily delusional when you're sitting there spending all that money, taking all this stuff, feeling like crap, and doing this. You, you want to believe something's in that toilet. I swear to God, I've seen people go through this so many times. It's ridiculous. And let's go push into liver flushes while we have a couple more minutes left. Liver flushes. The one thing I'm going to tell you right now, and I put in liver rescue so you know, the liver does not like to be pushed. It hates to be pushed in any way. It's like you wouldn't want your son or your daughter being pushed by a drug pusher. That's for sure. You wouldn't want your son and daughter being pushed by anybody, by a bully and pushed down in the playground. You wouldn't want your son and daughter pushed by anything. Okay. And that's the bottom line. And your, your liver is like basically a family member. It's a family member and it's watching you and it's got your back and everything else. You don't want the liver does not like to be pushed. It doesn't like to be pushed off the diving board. The first time in a first time on a diving board, like a child having its first time on a diving board, contemplating how the child is going to dump in, he or she is going to jump in and dump into the water and go whatever. How you know what happens is, is that when that's happening and someone comes behind the child and pushes that child in, it could be a bad memory. It could be a shock that child didn't deserve. I've seen that happen too. I mean, it, 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 you know, that's that has happened. Or a brother or a sister pushing a child, you know, pushing a sibling into the water. It's basically what the liver does not like to be pushed into anything, especially flushing. And I'll tell you why. Because when you flush the liver the wrong way or you try to push the liver to flush it, all that poison and all that toxin goes into the bloodstream. And you know what the liver does? It tries to get it all back in it immediately to save your life because it's not going to be pushed. What happens is when you push the liver and try to flush it, like, like a lot of these people are doing out there now, like thinking they got liver flushes, thinking they got liver flushes. Let's keep on doing this. It's unbelievable what happens 
what, you want to know what happens? You shorten your life and not even know it. You may not know it. You may be going, everything's fine and dandy, but you took five years off your life. If you were going to live to be 80, you just, you're now going to be live to be 74, 75. It could even be more than that. I'll tell you why. When the liver's pushed too hard, it ends up dumping all this poison into the system. The poison hurts the heart. Untold damage for the future can happen. Now you can, you can, you can look, you can heal your liver and heal your body if you've done those things so that you can get, get those five years back and then 10 years back on top of it. If you're doing the right things, that's important. And you can, you can do all the right things for your liver. I put a liver cleanse for the liver that's gentle, but powerful. It doesn't push your liver. I put that in liver rescue for a reason. I put that in liver rescue for a reason. And what happens is when that liver dumps all that poison into the bloodstream, it's injurious to the heart and brain. It's not good for the heart and brain and the liver freaks out because it has to reabsorb that, that toxin back in as fast as possible. So then it sends out signals. It sends out hormones to trigger off the adrenals, to release adrenaline at a dangerous pace, even though, even though you may not feel it, but there's a adrenaline is releasing out when you're doing those liver flushes because the adrenaline's there to protect the brain and the heart is as fast as possible. The liver calls out for help. It weakens your adrenals. The adrenaline has to be all absorbed right back into the liver along with all that poison. Know what the liver does right after that? It shuts down and it stops letting you push it. So when you're still doing your liver flush after that and you're still doing it, whatever it is, 30-day liver flush or whatever you got going or bought into and you're still doing it, your liver's now not even working because it won't let anything out of the gate anymore. That's how it works because it lets so much out of the gate, so much that was detrimental. And that's how it works. And if your liver does let it out of the gate again because it has no choice, because it's been pushed by some strange concoction, and that's even worse. It has to do it all over again to try to protect you. Liver flushes that are unauthorized by the human body and the liver itself, unauthorized by the liver itself is not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. And if you're someone that's new to this show, new to my information, and you're confused at saying, well, I don't get it, then what makes your information like any better or whatever? It, is it because of the countless people I've helped recover over the years and the decades? Is it because of that or is it because of my source that I have? Yes, it's because of my source. It's because of all that. It's a source. It's the people I've watched heal and know that have healed. It's all of that combined. Because my source is not funded. My source is not, there's no agenda to it. My source doesn't have, you're not trying to buy some big kit from me. And I'm trying to tell you my way is better. There's nothing in there, meaning in a sense of that way. There's nothing behind it that's like, okay, let's make a whole bunch of money off of people. Okay, let's get an agenda going. But there's nothing there. There's no interest groups behind it. There's no, there's no fundraising that had to be behind it. There's no anything. There's no bogus studies behind it that are contaminated. It's pure, clean information. And what you're going to find, you're going to find pure, clean, untampered with information to help you move forward, just like the straight celery juice that has healed so many people over the decades that I've actually put out. I was the first to put out there. You better believe it from spirit and my source. And if you don't trust my source, it's fine with me. It's fine with me. It's t I totally respect that 100%. You don't trust the source that I was born to hear. And, you know, when I started hearing at four years old, if you don't trust it, I, I'm completely fine with that. 100% fine with that. Then, 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 and that's totally good. 
That's fine. Fine. Go go out and spend $15,000 and $20,000, $30,000 on all kinds of programs and everything else. I'm not even selling you a program or nothing like it. You know why? Because I love you. Because I want you to heal. Because I care. And I care about everybody. And I know the suffering that occurs. I've seen it. I've had to learn this my whole life. And Spirit has given me the information, like in Liver Rescue, to protect you and make sure that you do careful cleanses, make sure you gently help yourself, make sure that it doesn't cost you thousands of dollars, and make sure you can protect you and your family and, of course, your liver. And you can get yourself better so you're not investing every minute of your life trying to recover. Instead, you're living a quality of life and moving your life forward and moving yourself forward. And that's what cares and that's what matters. And that's why I wake up first thing in the morning. It's the first thing I say is what can, what can I do for everybody? That concludes Liver Myths. This is unbelievable. I love you guys. I hope you catch the next show. Take one day at a time. I stand behind you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of all of you. And I, I love you dearly. Okay. Bye-bye now. <laughs>